When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. Ali Moreno, Shaki Hislop and myself, Kay Murray, in the studio. A little later on, we're going to be hearing from Ian Dark as well as Frank LeBoff too. But let's get started by talking about the Bundesliga, which is back for 2024. Bayern Munich taking on Hoffenheim. Jamal Musiala scoring twice and Harry Kane adding a late third as they won 3-0 on a night in which the late great Franz Beckenbauer was honoured. Wasn't the most comfortable of 3-0 wins though, it is fair to say. Bayern second still behind Leverkusen who will play Augsburg on Saturday, away to Augsburg as well. But Bayern doing what they needed to do, still getting the win. But as mentioned, Ali, there have been more... Let's say convincing performances from Bayern Munich. Uh, well, actually, I think that's the issue with Bayern Munich, is that not many of their performances have been all that convincing. And this one started all that well. I mean, it started great. To be honest with you, if you're Bayern Munich, you're having pressure higher up the field. You're forcing turnovers. It feels like there's an energy and an intensity about the players. They feel fresh. Here we go. First game, 2024. And they scored a goal, and you think, okay, here we go. Bayern. Awesome. We're flying. Not quite. Not quite, because the second half came, and while they had all the possession in the first half, they didn't really create all that many opportunities. And in the second half, turns out that Hoffenheim was the one creating opportunities. And then you start seeing some of the same mistakes from Bayern Munich that we have seen defensively over the course of the season. They show up once again. And what made this game actually a 3-0 win for Bayern Munich was not their own doing. It was the fact that Hoffenheim could not take advantage of the very clear opportunities that they had. Manuel Neuer had to come up with save after save after save. It was a period of time of about 10 minutes in which Hoffenheim had three very clear chances to score a goal. They did not. Then they get a red card. And after that, Bayern Munich just takes over and their quality is just far too much for Hoffenheim. So, look, it's 3 nothing, but unnecessary stress. And I think you can say that about Bayern Munich and this whole season. They keep winning games. But there's always an element of stress that I don't think this team, the way that they're put together, should be going through these patches over the course of matches. It's happening all too often, and I think Thomas Sukel needs to address it. He continues to say, hey, we're going to talk about it, we're going to do it, we're going to be better. And they haven't been. Yeah, but thankfully today it was a clean sheet for Bayern and a big part of that was Manuel Neuer. Who was absolutely outstanding in that little spell midway through the second half where Hoffenheim had their chances. And that was a turning point in the game. Made three big saves, I think between 60 and 67 minutes. And then all of a sudden Bayern get their second, uh, I think five minutes after, after that, that third chance. Continues to show how important he is to, to, to Bayern Munich. Even in games like this, because I'm, I'm with Ali in that um, Hoffenheim... Hoffenheim, to their credit, even after going 1-0 down, didn't start to gamble, didn't take chances, sat in a defensive ship and were very disciplined. And as the game went on, Bayern just looked more and more devoid of ideas. You wonder where that spark was going to come from. And in the end, it only came when Hoffenheim sensed that, that Bayern weren't, weren't up for whatever was happening. 
they were wasteful in front of goal and all of a sudden Bayern were, were able to find chances. So while we're talking about a 3-0 win, a lot of questions about Bayern Munich defensively, a lot of question marks about Bayern in terms of their creativity up against a, an, an organised Hoffenheim defence. Um, it, it really leaves you scratching your head. It was a quieter game by Harry Kane's standards, but he did still score, Ali. Yeah, and, and I think that in itself tells you the story about Harry Kane and Bayern Munich is that even when it doesn't feel like he's participating all that much, even when it feels like he hasn't been nearly as good or active as we have seen in the earlier part of the season, he still finds himself in moments and situations in which if you find them, he's going to score the goal. And this is really how it happened in this game. Didn't really participate all that much, didn't get involved all that much, so was sort of comfortable with playmaking and not really being a presence inside the 18-yard box, but then gets a penetrating pass from Leon Goretzka, good first touch, finishes the chance, and here we go, yet another goal from Harry Kane. Didn't do a whole lot over the course of the game, scores a goal, they win the game 3-0, what do I know? And the truth of the matter is that for Harry Kane in Bayern Munich, it seems automatic that he's going to score every time he shows up. Does this Bayern team look like one that could win the Champions League to you? Not this Bayern team, no. Um, uh, and without question, they've got the personnel, they've got the talent to, to go very deep, if not win the Champions League. But there's just something missing. And, and we, we've, we've discussed it. Defensively, um, they, they're out of sync. And, and when you're looking for that creative spark, oftentimes um, you're looking for Leroy Sané, but he had a little bit of an off day. Uh, Musiala can be that person, but, but he's still young and a little bit inconsistent. Uh, Harry Kane continues to be an outstanding striker, but needs some moving pieces around him. Um, maybe that comes right in, in, in time for the, the resumption of the Champions League and we see how, how deep, deep they go. But this version of what, we, what we've seen um, today against Hoffenheim, no, they're a long way shy of, of being Champions League worthy. What about the Bundesliga? Are you confident that this is a side that will win the Bundesliga? Well, I, what I am confident is that Bayern Munich can be better than what they have been so far. And I think there is better to come from Bayern Munich. Whereas Bayer Leverkusen, they have been outstanding. And I've said it time and time again that they have been the best team in Bundesliga so far. But they have played at a very high level for a long time. I think eventually they're going to come back to the pack a little bit. I don't think they sustain that level of play. And if Bayern Munich then is able to find their very best, their very best, I think, is better than that of Bayer Leverkusen. And so, therefore, that would give Bayern Munich every chance to, at the very least, uh, have, have that, the opportunity to win it again. The issue for me is, when does that come? When does that better version of Bayern Munich come? And are they going to be able to sustain it? I, I'm saying Leverkusen won't sustain it, but I haven't seen evidence, indeed, that Bayern Munich can sustain it themselves. I'm, I'm, I'm asking for consistency from Bayern Munich, which we haven't seen. Leverkusen has been great. Xavi Alonso has been great. The injury to Victor Boniface is going to be a problem. He's out until April. How do they address his absence is going to go a long way in determining whether Leverkusen stays in the race. Leverkusen, I think, is not going away. It's up to Bayern Munich to really raise their level. And if indeed they do, I think they go on to win it. Here's the thing. I think, without question, uh, Leverkusen has been the best team in, in the league so far. Um, but after 16 games, while we've criticized Bayern Munich, they're a point shy of, of, of Bayern Leverkusen. If you're a Leverkusen fan, that's a concern.
Yeah, OK, well, Leverkusen in action against Augsburg on Saturday. Make sure to head on over to our YouTube page. You'll also see the post-match reaction whenever it comes to the big games in the Bundesliga and a lot more talk about top-flight German football. Passion, drive and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more. Whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. The Spanish Supercopa has brought us El Clasico for the final on Sunday. Silverware at stake as Real Madrid and Barcelona face off once again. Ian Dark joining us now has been on the call for many a Real Madrid and Barcelona game with us here on ESPN and will be on the call on Sunday. From what you've seen from Barcelona this season, Ian, do you think this side can dominate Real Madrid? Yeah, but I think... Um... They probably can, you know, because it's it's the Classico. And Barcelona in the Classico, I think Xavi's right. They did dominate for 70 minutes in the first La Liga meeting this season. They were brilliant in the final of this against Real Madrid last year. Of course, they haven't been that impressive so far in the league season. They're seven points off Real Madrid. But, you know, they, they brought on Felix, who... Looked the part after a bad spell, didn't he? Uh, coming on in the game against Osasuna. They brought on Pedri. He's fit again. Young Yamal scores. He might even start the final because Rafinha's out for a month or so now. So, yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining, exciting game with goals. And, yes, I think Barcelona give Real Madrid another run for their money for sure. Do you agree, Ali? I agree that... Barcelona coming into this match will look upon what they did at this time last year and what I can argue, easily argue, that may have been the best version of Barcelona that we have seen under Xavi. And that they went into that match in a similar form as to what we're seeing right now. And so they can draw from that and say, you know what, we can do this again. We can recreate that's that same sort of feeling. The difference is, and it's something in the last statement that Xavi made there, is that we have to show our best football. I don't think that Xavi, nor his players, know exactly what that looks like. Because this season, they haven't come close to whatever the best version of Barcelona is. 
the best version of this group is to be determined. And so it'll be a surprise for him, for the players, for Real Madrid, if indeed we see the best version of Barcelona, where their possession is incisive, if productive, take it into the attacking half, really creating opportunities, vertical passing, not just possession for the sake of possession, good moments in transitional defense, where, where Araujo dominates, where Kunde dominates, where Christensen dominates. A mistake-free game from Barcelona is yet to happen defensively, and a creative version of Barcelona is yet to be seen with any sort of consistency. So, to Xavi, I would say, I don't know, and I don't think he knows, what the best version of this team is this season. Now, Robert Lewandowski scored in the semi-final against Osasuna. Very important for him to score right now, given the season that he's had. And he'll be important to Barcelona if he's in this better form, Shaka. Yeah, at long last, Robert Lewandowski scores, scores from open play. And he had a couple of other guilt-edge opportunities in this game that he should have done a whole lot better with. But finally, he gets it right. We've not seen that version of Lewandowski for, for quite some time. And, and Barcelona need it because there's just so little else for, for them to draw on. And while, yes, they make easy work of Osasuna and they're a little individual things, from a Barcelona perspective that you can look at or hope is, proves the spark, whether it's Pedri or, as, as you mentioned, Lewandowski finally scoring again, um, that's, that's where Barcelona are, certainly in comparison to Real Madrid, where you're hoping to find a spark somewhere or the other. Let, let's be honest, even though they, they made light work of Osasuna, it was not a, a convincing performance by, by Barcelona. Um, Contrast that with what happened 24 hours earlier, where Real Madrid showed a level of grit that I'm not sure that Barcelona are able of, of, of showing themselves. So Real Madrid are favourites coming into this game on Sunday against Barcelona. We asked the panel for their predictions of this game as well, and everybody came back with those predictions. We just heard Ian say that he thinks it's going to be a high-scoring game as well. So let's bring you up what you guys are going for. Ian, who are you backing and why? Well, I've gone for 2-2 and Real Madrid to win on penalties because I think, to some extent, I listen to everything uh, that Ali and Xhaka have said there. Yeah, Barcelona haven't been convincing, but you might be able to put the form book to one side in a game like this. They can see this, I think, as maybe a little springboard moment in their season, Barcelona. It may be just hoping for something that isn't quite there, but... We shall see, but you can't underestimate Real Madrid's ability to get out of holes. I mean, there they were with a, just a few minutes to go in that great game against Atletico. 3-2 down, and then Vinicius comes up with that fantastic run, causes the chaos, and Carvajal scores. Now, who'd have thought there'd be a Real Madrid game with five goals, none from Vinicius, none from Rodrigo, none from Bellingham, and three of the defenders on target? It was a wild game, wasn't it, Ian? Brilliant as well. What about that goal from Brahim? We thought we'd bring that one off. <laughs> I've seen it all. I said, I think, on the commentary, I've seen it all. I mean, the goalkeeper comes up, he gets in an Olympic sprint with Brahim Diaz. He's always going to lose it. And Diaz is coming to a bit of form, actually. Look at this. <laughs> the pitcher's <laughs> <laughs> an, an Olympic sprint. Well, that, that, is, that is as generous as it comes. Yeah. Who was the Olympic sprint? I'm saying this is against all goalkeepers. You've got to answer for all goalkeepers here, Shaka. Oh, gloves slow you down.
Yeah, is that it? Yeah. Come on, Lex! The aerodynamics. Hey, gloves okay. affect the aerodynamics. Hey, you, you see Yanov, like, as he knows, and he can feel, because you can sense it as a player, that Brahim Diaz is coming. He's like, he's pulling the air. <laughs> like, come on! Come on, Lex! Come on! And it's not moving. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. Ian would have cut Yanov like that night. <laughs> Ian would have cut. Yes, he would have cut up. I play walking football. I, I would have been beaten by further. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we do have your predictions. Obviously, you've heard Ian thinks it's uh, going to be 2-2 after regular time. As for the rest of you guys, Shaka and Ali Moreno both going for a Real Madrid win. Why, Ali? Well, because if you're struggling and if you're looking for confidence and if you are inconsistent in the way that you play and you're allowing way too many goals and not scoring enough, which is what Barcelona have done over the course of the season, I think the one team in Spain that you do not want to play is Real Madrid. You don't play Real Madrid to look for confidence. I, 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 I just simply don't buy that. I, you, can, you can try to draw from whatever happened last year and think that maybe this is how you turn around your season and maybe this is what pushes you forward. But as a struggling team, Real Madrid is not the answer. Real Madrid is not the one that you want to face. And so I, I just don't see Barcelona keeping Real Madrid from scoring. And I go back to what has been the performance of Barcelona over the course of 19 matches in La Liga. And that is a team that while they may have the ball, they struggle to create opportunities. And when they do create those opportunities, they haven't proven to be good enough to put them away. And so I, I go by, by the recent history, not by history of 365 days ago. Seven points off the pace in La Liga right now, uh, Ian. How much of a blow will it be to Xavi if they don't win this, if Barcelona don't win this Supercopa game against Real Madrid? Well, I just crank up the pressure on him a little bit more because there's always very, very high stakes in a game like this, particularly among the fans. I mean, there are doubts about whether he is a long-term answer in the way that Carlo Ancelotti is obviously a long-term answer for Real Madrid. Um, yeah, there'll be more questions. So, yeah, they need to put that trophy on the sideboard and it would be a heck of a relief, frankly, for him to win this. And to be fair to Barcelona, though, Everybody picked Real Madrid. Even, even Ian, who has been friendly and glass half full with Barcelona, is saying Real Madrid is going to win this. So let me just say this, Barcelona is going to win it. Because <laughs> if everybody picks Real Madrid, history you know, tells us in this yeah, show. We know how it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If we all pick one side, go the other. Shaka doesn't agree. Well, or, or have you changed your mind because you don't want to agree with no, your no, colleagues? No, I haven't changed my mind. I'm just saying that. I do agree with what? You don't agree that Barcelona are going to win this Super Cup? Oh, no, no. He's saying Barcelona are going to win because we all... We all picked Real. And in the nature of this show, when, when we all pick one team, mm. Go we all get it wrong. Yeah. That's, we well, need that, somebody to be you different. You can't just change like that because it's in writing now, Ali. So don't did, start taking okay, credit. I did not change it. I did not change it. I'm, I said Real Madrid are going to win it. But because we all picked Real Madrid... And we have seen it in this show that when we do that, you got to go the opposite way. All right. Well, okay. Barcelona. Okay. Yeah, why, why is she so angry? coming for you. What did I do? Wow. What did I do? She yep, got, Super Cup she got her hair done Sunday. and now she's got an attitude and everything. That <laughs> uh, Super Cup coming up on Sunday. Make sure not to miss it. Real Madrid against Barcelona. Ian Dark back on the call for this game. 1.30 Eastern. You'll be able to catch it on ABC and ESPN+. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match 
with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Due to a little winter break in Premier League play, only four games coming up this weekend. One of them is Chelsea against Fulham Saturday, a West London derby both sides coming off a Carabao Cup loss this week in their semi-final first legs. Chelsea favourites in this game and here are the score predictions as well. So Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea and a draw for Ale and Shaka as well. As Frank Leboff comes back in, Frank you're not always so positive about your former club but you are for this game, tell us why. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> the thing is, is I, 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 I really wonder, you know, should I go for a draw or win? I say, well, you know, my blood is blue, so I should think about supporting a little bit my former club. And that's the only reason I have to say, because according to what I saw lately, it cannot be a win against Fulham. But I want to believe in miracle, but that's really not, I know, a pundit's analysis. It's just a, a, a basic fan, you know, a support and, and wish. Uh, but that's the only thing I can say, you know, with, according to what we saw and that game against Middlesbrough, uh, nothing can be optimistic. They have to work hard. They have to change some stuff. And uh, as we all have seen during uh, the year and the past year, Nothing's going to change. And Philamis can be absolutely astonishing if they, if they want to. Uh, so it can be tricky for Chelsea. But I want to believe that for once and in a derby, uh, Chelsea will have their pride out and, uh, and uh, do the job. OK, so Ian, why are you optimistic <laughs> for a Chelsea win? Well, there's a bit of history here. Fulham haven't won a league game at Stamford Bridge since, wait for it, 1979. Chelsea and Fulham were both in 
uh, League Cup action in midweek, those semi-final games. Uh, they were both beaten, of course, but Chelsea have had an extra day's rest. They can't surely be as bad again as they were at Middlesbrough, where they were absolutely punchless. Middlesbrough deserved, they defended really well and deserved the win, I thought, in that first leg tie. So um, Chelsea have been a bit better at Stamford Bridge. Uh, you know, there is talent in that team, but they so rarely actually look like a team, don't they? But I think they'll get this job done somehow. I'm a bit like Frank. You can never be sure with <laughs> but I just think they're going to win. Yeah, you're not sure why. Why are you going for a draw, Shaka? I, I like how Ian says Chelsea surely can't be as bad as they were against. Oh, they against can. Yeah. Oh, but they can. Oh, you just watch. You just watch just Chelsea. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 it's Fulham. I've been through an, an awful spell and then all of a sudden produces really good performance and result against Arsenal. Probably could have gotten more out of the game against against Liverpool in, in, in the Cup if they just made more of, of, of their chances. Um, but then I just can't get away from Chelsea. Chelsea is... Everybody can play against Chelsea and feel that, that they're a match. Um, you, you saw that in, with Middlesbrough. You've seen that all season long. And I think, well, yes, this is a West London derby, and yes, history is, is, a, is against Fulham. If ever there's a, a team to rewrite history against, it's this version of Chelsea. Um, so I, I just feel that Fulham continue that good, I want to say run of form. You know you picked that draw, right? Not, not a Fulham Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Does the draw feel like a win at the moment? <laughs> it, 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 it feels, it's Fulham, you know? It feels like a whole lot more. But I just feel Fulham are good enough to get a point. <laughs> that was very clear. Well, I'm, not well I'm, done, I'm, just not <laughs> yeah, was, I'm just not convinced. I'm just not convinced. All I can say good about Chelsea is they're at home. I, now, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. Do you have it at 2-2 draw? Yeah. Where do you see Chelsea scoring two goals? I, 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 well, Cole Palmer, Cole Palmer was unlucky against Middlesbrough. He came close on a number of occasions. Thanks, Keith. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, glass half full over I'm there. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Middlesbrough fan over there. What is <laughs> coming from Keith? Well, coming from me as well, because obviously when it does come to a team that you support yeah, winning these guys, it does come down to an element of luck as well. No, you he, wouldn't usually expect him to miss these chances. No, no here's the thing. These are not chances created by Chelsea. Right? It's a, it's a turnover by yeah. Middlesbrough, and then it's a goalkeeper that should be catching it that puts it onto the path of Cole Palmer. So my point is, if indeed you're going to see Chelsea scoring multiple goals, in the case that Shaka is so very optimistic that they're going to score two, they're going to have to create chances of their own. And Chelsea, let me tell you, and they, there's just no reason, given the evidence that we have in front of us, to believe that this team can actually create multiple opportunities and certainly put away multiple opportunities. I see it as a draw 1-1. And honestly, I was like, I was thinking, you know, maybe, maybe Chelsea win it 1-0. And then I thought, no, they are terrible. They are bad. They are bad. It's a bad team. And it's a bad team against Fulham. 1-1, I, 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 I see it as a draw 1-1, but I don't see multiple goals from Chelsea in this game. Nope. All right, another game coming up this weekend at Saint. Go on, go on, Ian. I was going to say they drew four-four with Manchester City at Stamford Bridge. They have scored multiple goals this season, okay. quite a few times. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> did Did you not hear Ian when I said what we saw from Middle in the game against Middlesbrough? Yeah. The recent evidence. In the recent evidence, you watch this team play, and quite frankly, I don't know 
where you get any sort of hope that they can score multiple goals. Now, whatever happened in a game a month ago, a month and a half ago, we can talk about that if you so desire. But now it's now. And what we're seeing from this team now is lacking creativity and really no hope offensively. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I think they want to if they're in the mood, they certainly weren't in the mood. I'm right with you at Middlesbrough. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's I want to know why. Go I want to know why. No, no. I want to know why Kay put Chelsea winning the game. If she, does she want to put some credit on Middlesbrough win? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, this is backhanded compliment, Frank. Not reveal my methods. <laughs> And shall not reveal my methods. Shall move on to the next game that we need to talk about. Newcastle against Manchester City at St. James's Park. Because when you do look back in history, not so far away history, they did beat them, Newcastle did, in the mm. EFL Cup back in September. Obviously, coming into this clash, though, this weekend. Oh, sorry, we do have that Carabao Cup problem. Yeah. Oh, Se yeah. Second final. It's your team, Kate. Semi-final, second legs coming up. Chelsea against Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough taking a 1-0 lead into that game at Stamford Bridge. Fulham against Liverpool. Fulham obviously losing that first leg, but now they bring it back to Craven Cottage. So, yes, let me talk about Newcastle against Manchester City. Man City travelling to St James's Park. Newcastle coming into it on the back of a much-needed win that came over Sunderland in FA Cup action because before that it had been three consecutive defeats in 2023 and then they'd lost on New Year's Day so City favourites coming into this game Ian though you've got Newcastle drawing it why? They do quite well in this fixture don't they remember last season it was a 3-3 draw they've had a big blow today Newcastle yet another injury Joe Linton's out for at least six weeks and he's an important player for them but I think that win they had over Sunderland restored a lot of their energy belief confidence they were great when they didn't have the ball in that game okay Manchester City are a lot of a different proposition than Sunderland who were, were poor on the day but I think at home in front of that big crowd they're capable of asking that City defence some problems and and maybe getting something out of the game Chaka I, I I love Ian's optimism let me just say I I am <laughs> This is going to be a tough outing for Newcastle. And I appreciate what Ian is saying about the performance against Sunderland. Sunderland aren't very good. But still, when, when, when you look at, at Newcastle's recent results, I think Man City are playing a whole lot better since returning from the Club World Cup. I just feel that City, even with the players missing, um, win this. I think it's narrow. I think Newcastle are getting better. But just this is just... Too soon a test, too early for, for, for Newcastle in that recovery. Is, is, is this a double bluff from no, you, no, 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 Is this I'm one of those where you no, pick no, against I'm, Newcastle, but really you're... No, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> you want to you wanna explain it like you did the Chelsea Fulham game? No, That no. was very clear. Well, let's, well, let's, let's see if Frank can be a little bit more clear on why he's got Man City winning this clash. Uh, because it's... Uh, I think it's when uh, Manchester United City sorry, starts, you know, their, um, the way they normally play at the, before the end of the season and where they, they, they double, they double um, sorry, they, uh, they, they take on any, any other team and they, uh, and they make it better and they are st starting to be invincible. It's how it starts. It's after, you know, the winter, the winter time. And, uh, and I see them starting with Newcastle with a big performance. 
Newcastle has too many injuries. They're not coming back or slowly. Uh, and City is on his way back to the success. So that's the way I see the history of, uh, of that season. Ian, does Haaland being out uh, hurt things, though, in a game like this against Newcastle for Manchester City? Well, you'd always want him around, wouldn't you? But uh, I just did a little check today before coming on the show tonight. Their record without Haaland, the stress fracture of the foot that he's got, they've played eight games, they've won seven and drawn the other one. So they're doing just fine without him. Ian is just stats. saying that uh, they don't need Haaland. Yeah. <laughs> That's, crazy. That's a headline. That's a headline. <laughs> even more lethal with him, wouldn't they? But Alvarez is in great form, isn't he? And Foden, fantastic form as well. Why did I tip two? <laughs> hey. That's all right, Ian. All we heard is they, they don't need Haaland, is what you said. That's all. <laughs> all right. On Sunday, Manchester United will be taking on Spurs. So some good games coming across this weekend in the Premier League, even with that winter break. We're going to take a look at the odds for this one. Spurs are seeking their first ever Premier League double over United. Both advanced in their cup games this week, so Jim Ratcliffe's going to be there. Frank, when it comes to the predictions for this one, you're going for a Tottenham Hotspur win. Why? Uh, because I see a game where Manchester United tries to get something out of it and they're going to be smashing counter-attack, you know. T Tottenham, they're very fast, they're very accurate when they when we talk about uh, um, going in counter-attack and uh, I don't see Manchester United defense capable to, to deal with that. Um, I, I don't see Manchester United getting better. And I still believe on Postecoglou and, and uh, his tactic for, for the game uh, to, uh, to, uh, to beat uh, Manchester United on, their, uh, on the way they want to play the game. Because they're going to have to push. They play at some Manchester United, they, would, they want to have the control of the ball, but as soon as they're going to lose the ball, they're going to be in danger. Ian Dark, Manchester United with a win here. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, again, it, you're asking me for predictions and predictions make fools of you. But think back to United's display against Aston Villa. I think this might be quite an open game. Um, Tottenham will go for it and they'll press high on Manchester United. United looked a bit better, didn't they? OK, it was against Wigan in the FA Cup. You're never quite sure what you're going to get from them. But they did. There was something there in that Aston Villa performance. 2-0 down, 1-3-2. Spurs are in a bit of a funny phase without Son. Are they quite the same attacking threat without him? It didn't look like it in that FA Cup game against Burnley last week. They looked as flat as I've seen them this season. And I think United are capable at Old Trafford of getting the result they're looking for. OK, well, Ian, what of Timo Werner then? Because obviously it looks as though he'll be eligible to play for Spurs versus United on Sunday. Ange Postacoglu has obviously seen something in this forward and is confident that he can do well in his system. Well, they're just hoping they can turn him around because he has never looked, has he, the threat he did in his, uh, b before um, in his first spell with Leipzig. It didn't work for him at Chelsea, but not very often anyway. And he's been on the fringe of things at Leipzig, which is why they're letting him go. They're just hoping that the change of scene, I think, can bring back the player that he used to be. But it's, it's a punt, but it's probably a punt worth taking with Son away uh, just for a few months. Ali, you going for a draw? Yeah, for all the things that 
Ian mentioned, yeah, I, I, I can see a, a path here by which Manchester United get a result. However, I'm not nearly as optimistic that Manchester United go on to win it because I do think that there are some flaws that you just can't deny from Manchester United's perspective. And I wonder what happens with Onana, given all the uh, controversy as to missing a game uh, with Cameroon. And is he going to have a great performance? Is he not? Is he going to have a game-saving performance? Or not so much. A lot of pressure on what he does in this game, given the attention that his decision to stay with Manchester United, at the very least, got attention out of this studio, very much so you and Craig got a... Very excited about it. I don't know why I, I people are so bothered about it. I, I, I don't know. No. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie, not nearly as excited. Uh, the truth of the matter is, I, I do think that Manchester United is good enough to get in a back and forth with Tottenham and get a point out of it, but not good enough to win it. Shaka? I, I'm not sure that United are good enough to get in a back and forth with Spurs. All right. Um, and, and that's just. They, they've, United have just been far too inconsistent for me. You know, you're never quite sure which version of them is going to show up. You know, as per the Aston Villa game, you're not quite sure which version is going to show up either half. Um, and, and for me, while, yes, Spurs are missing key key players, as, as Ian mentioned, I, I just feel that, that Postecoglou has got this team playing in the way that he wants them to. He knows, he knows his individuals. He's as good a man-manager as, as any in the league. And I, I think he continues to get that, that tune out of Spurs. They continue to trend in the right direction, where United just continue to be inconsistent. Can I just say something very quickly about Timo Werner? When he left Chelsea to go back to Leipzig, the rhetoric was, well, the change of scenery going back to where he had been successful is going to work wonders for him. That didn't work. Right? It worked in the short term, but now, as Ian mentioned, he wasn't playing for Leipzig. Now had some injury issues and then couldn't get back in the team. And so now we're going to go with another change of scenery back to where he had been struggling back in the Premier League. Look, it's, I suppose it's a free hit for Spurs, and if it works, great. If it doesn't, so be it. But let's not expect Timo Werner to come back to the Premier League and be the player that he wasn't with Chelsea, that he hasn't been with Leipzig over the last couple of seasons, and what we now pretend he's going to be for Spurs. All right. Well, thanks so much to Ian Dark for being with us. Obviously, we don't always like making the predictions, but we love to tell everybody when we were right about them well, afterwards. So let's see who's if we? there's a me. chance to do that, <laughs> oh, oh. especially me I'm, as well. I'm, I'm, Dan, I'm, all of us, let's be honest. Got a couple of winners coming this. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Speaking of winners, yes. That's a winner. Oh, it's a hairy, scary old time. Oh, my time. Check it out every single day on YouTube. Frank will be back with the boys to answer your question on the latest edition. You weren't ready for that, were you? Oh, I was not. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, 
your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. That's Stick around with us. Frank LeBoff will be That's back to question. answer your That's questions on Extra Time. Ali and Shaka as well. And hopefully Ali's hair will stay just like this. I don't like the alternative. <laughs> Welcome into the latest edition of Extra Time. Ali Moreno, Shaka Hisler, uh-huh. and Frank LeBoff hey, hey. are joining us. Frank, we were all talking about how awful our French was ahead huh? of tonight's show, but obviously you're here to save us in that department. Oh, no, but. Don't even think you can hear me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bonjour tout le monde. Ça va? Merci, bonjour tout le monde. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour Frank, ça va? Fantastic. Fantastic. What did you say? Oh, you just <laughs> threw, <laughs> oh, you just yeah. you just threw it in random woods. Now. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I, I, that's what I know. Yeah. First question, Shaka. No, in- no, no, no. Hold on. Instead of random words, we were throwing random words, and then she said, "Café de Paris." <laughs> what? French or not? We just. Ah, goodness <laughs> me. We just. Is it random French places right? now? Café de Paris. Okay. Yeah, yeah, French, 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 yeah, that's, that's, thing, yeah, that's such a revealing. That's such a revealing go-to. <laughs> Cafe de Paris is one of the trendy nightclubs in London oh. back in the day. Oh, Shaka would know. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somehow that's your go-to. It, it was all, all, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, somehow we that's scale. your go-to. Yeah, it was our favorite uh, uh, nightclub, we skate. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, Cafe oh, de well, Paris. Well. Okay. I have stories to tell from that nightclub, but yeah. not for this show. Wait a minute. I don't want to know. Wait a minute. I don't want to know. Wait a minute. It's not my story. That's not, the question. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I, I bet no. Frank's got a few as well. All right, Shaka. No, no, don't blame, don't blame Frank for this. You did it. No, no, no. I was no, just no. a young teen. You're on your own. You're on your own, I don't have any stories. I don't have any stories. Uh, I bet you do. Shaka. <laughs> In reference to the Burnley Luton game, would you have expected to get that call as a goalkeeper? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's clear cut. It is clear cut. And and as as far as like this, that I I often, this is my criticism of VAR, in that I can't help but feel that some referees aren't making obvious calls in the hope that VAR intervenes. Like, they're seeing it and, and thinking, well, I'll just wait for VR to intervene. That's obvious. No referee should have to need to rely on on, on video replay to, to see that. I mean, especially given what's at stake as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a, it's just really poor officiating all around, all around. Number two. You, you know what? You know what? Uh, Kay, Kay, no, no, sorry, Kay, but if I can, if I may, it's a big deal. Really, it's a big deal what we see. It's really. The VAR, the VAR is dealt by amateurs, by people who don't know football. You know, in, in three seconds before the show, we saw the picture and, and, and three, the three of us, we, like in a second, decided that it was all uh, um, a foul from Adebayo. We don't understand why there is somebody who can say otherwise in the VAR and watching it like three, four times before. Yeah, no, it's not a foul. No, you know nothing about football, man. 
get out of the business. We don't want to see you anymore. The, those people have to get out of the business. Really. Get out. Get. Get out. Yeah. Get out of the business. Never got said to That's Frank it. when he was in the VIP lounge. In the oh, 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 we are back there. Are we? No, oh, yeah. We're back there. <laughs> you don't no. belong. You don't belong to there. You know, get out. <laughs> get. Frank, have you ever been to a game and it feels awkward because you played and support both teams that are playing? For example, Marseille against Strasbourg. Ooh, um, hmm. That was 1-1 today, Frank. Uh, I never... Yes, I know, but I've never been in that situation, and uh, and I've never been a fan. You know, I I'm, I'm I love football because I mean I can see a good game, and even if, for example, Chelsea plays and uh, they play against another team, and the team the other team plays better, like Middlesbrough, I I'm happy for Middlesbrough, and I and I think uh, my team deserves to lose. So I'm not um, su a supporter. Uh, I I I don't give my my opinion about a game like for Marseille and Strasbourg, I just want to wish a good game and the better team wins. That's it, because I, I'm not that type of guy. Okay. Would Shaka ever play two games within 24 hours like Onana? Um. Uh, if I have to. <laughs> See the caveat there? But if Shaka, you put him in that uncomfortable Shaka, situation, then maybe. <laughs> Shaka, when we play, when we play uh, the winter time, we had two games in 48 hours. Uh, the 28th and the 30s, or the 26th and the 28th. I think Depending it happens on, on, twice to me. So I guess it happened to you. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on... But, but never. I don't think I've ever played back-to-back. -back. Um, I've never had to. You know, um, yeah, but I would. But if, if anybody can do it, would be a goalkeeper. But what's that supposed to mean? Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Let's just say that. Let's just say that you're <laughs> fresher than the outfield players. Well, we are fitter than the outfield players. No, no, no. no. We are no, no. uh, fresher. No, no. Time to recover. Yeah, well, so like Jan Black against Brahim Diaz. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I'm not sure Jan could have, you know, could have played the next day. We asked him, like, I just Jan almost retired. I need a little bit more great. time to recover can, from can that I, run. Can we follow up on that? Because I think it was on last night's show, or then maybe the night before, when you, oh yeah, you said, we've been there. I've been there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tell me more about that. Oh, oh, I, I remember it specifically. Um, playing for Portsmouth, we were top of the table. It was Portsmouth against Sheffield United at Fratton Park. I think we were top, they were second, and if they won, they would have gone above or something like that. Um, we're losing 2-1, I think it was. Last minute of the game, we get a corner. I go up. <laughs> First mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Come charging up. <laughs> David Unsworth. So, I cleverly bend my run to the far post, you know, disguise my run. <laughs> cleverly. <laughs> Come round far post, round the blind side. They said a pick for you. Anzi put it near post. They had it out. Peter and Love, who is as quick as anything, he gets the ball. I'm running, honestly, I'm chasing Peter and Love. He is all but moonwalking. <laughs> he, is, he is moonwalking and I can't catch it. And he is just killing himself laughing. <laughs> And then, and then, as, as we cross the half line, ref blows the game off. Ref blows the game off. <laughs> Goes empty. I just collapsed right there. I was like, oh, I didn't know I didn't know nothing. So, 
the ref was laughing. Even the ref was when he blew it off. He just started laughing. Everybody just just started. I mean, Sheffield United didn't care. They they won. They go above us. So you know, even though it would have made it three one, they 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 couldn't care. Everybody's laughing at me when my running back. <laughs> I've collapsed halfway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shag. As soon as you said that, I thought, I need to ask him about that. Yeah. I need to ask him. All right, for Frank, start bench or drop these managers. Deschamps, Jacquet, and Wenger. Mm. Did you throw a little Jacquet? I tried. He's going to now say Jacquet. <laughs> well, let's say that in terms of clubs, I would say that uh, Jacquet had a very good run with Bordeaux, but otherwise with Montpellier, for example, and... Um, Maybe Saint-Etienne, he, he struggled. Wenger, except the last years at Arsenal, had an absolutely fantastic run with Monaco and Arsenal. And Deschamps has won so many things with Juve, Marseille. So uh, I would put Wenger, Deschamps and Jacquet. But in terms of mind style, think, uh, what's, what, what they brought to the football, I have to put Jackie and the World Cup that he prepared for 98 on the top because really he has uh, guessed everything for every game. That was amazing how he prepared the World Cup, how he decided to, to uh, get, the, get the players uh, and, uh, and who he picked because he knew exactly what he wanted to, to have. He wanted to have a club team, not the, a national team. And uh, it was really good. It's a hard question, but I would say, overall, Wenger. <sighs> For me, Jacquet, because what he did with Bordeaux and Deschamps. Mm. Wow, wow. Uh, Shaka, and, and I'd, like, uh, I'd like Alain on this one as well, but Shaka, who would you start for Madrid in the Spanish Supercopa final? Kepa or Lunin? Oh, Lunin. no question about this. Lunin. I, I've, I've always liked Lunin. I've always liked Lunin. Now, I understand... What message does that send, though? <laughs> Given that Kepa played the semi. This point, um, the right one. Because he said that he won't choose between the two right now. He said it on record, yeah. Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, well, I will. I'll go on record too. I'll go Lunin. <laughs> he also said on the record that the reason as to why he's not choosing one is because they both make him doubt. They both, they both <laughs> make a case the wrong direction. And that's not a good place to be if you're oh a manager. That's not a, that's not a good place to be if you are a goalkeeper either. I think if you just evaluate and you, you take the names away, you just evaluate the performance from both goalkeepers, it is clear to see that Lunin has been better than Kepa. But the issue is that Kepa was brought in specifically because Courtois was out and Kepa was supposed to be the answer. Well, Kepa is not the answer. In fact, he is prone to mistakes, whereas Lunin, while not being spectacular, is not nearly as prone to mistakes as Kepa is. I think Lunin should be starting. One to watch on Sunday. Uh, yeah, how hopeful is Shaka that Jamaica and Trinidad can both make the 2026 World Cup? Uh, I'm hopeful that Jamaica can. I think Jamaica have a very good chance. I'm not as hopeful with Trinidad and Tobago, I'll, I'll be honest. And I know the odds are in our favour, given that be three big boys in CONCACAF for hosts and automatically qualify. More teams more teams. I mean, if there was ever a chance. There was ever a chance. Listen, we, we, we abs all things being in me absolutely should. We shouldn't even be having this discussion. But given what we've seen from, from this team for the last, I would say, probably eight years, I'm not so convinced. 
<laughs> You're not selling it, Shaq. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I, I'm, I'm concerned. I've said that, I'll say it again on record. I would love to go and see Trent Tobago play in a World Cup. I, I really do. Um, I'm, I'm just not sure that it's going to happen. They're going to remove him from you see, just, think, you see what just happened here? You see what just happened here? He's laying the groundwork for somebody to pay for him to no, go no, watch no, no, Trinidad no. playing the World Cup. I'm going to go myself. I'm, I'm, I'm going there. Offering. I'm going to go there. I'm going to buy my ticket. Think, I'm going to join the line and be a fan. Shaka, I think, I think we have to make sure that we keep a good health. You know, and maybe in 2048, you know, when the <laughs> FIFA was going to put 96 teams, you know, in the World Cup, we might see Trinidad and Tobago. We for show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll go, Frank, we'll go. Hey, I'll go too, baby. That's all going to be in. <laughs> oh, no. Uh oh. What do you mean? Uh oh. Uh -oh. What do you mean? Uh -oh. I think she looked at you. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, no, I, didn't. I looked at you, Ali. It's for, uh, for Frank, oh. on yesterday's it's show, Dan said that the fish would have better pace than Ale Shaka, Jan, or Rob Black. Do you agree? Mm. No, I think I think I give I, I give a good chance. I give a good chance to Ali. I'm sure that Ali is going to win. He's still in good shape. I'm not sure about Jan. I think he's going to get worse. Shaka, I don't know, Shaka, can you defend yourself? <laughs> and uh, Oblak, quick, yeah, and Oblak should be good as well. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse to show this. That's terrible. <laughs> Any excuse. Uh, you know the problem, the problem that we have with Jan? Jan <laughs> no, the problem we have with Jan, he, he, has big, he has big calves. The calves, Jan's calves are very heavy. So if you, if you see the run, he can't move his, his feet because the calves are too heavy. That's too heavy. Wow. No, that's the, the problem. <laughs> the calves, the, 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 the backside is heavy too, Frank. Uh, too much hair. His hair is oh slimmed down. Yes, yeah, you I don't want to you. mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just say my defense. No, I'm not. lightning quick, you know. What? Carry on. <laughs> what? Carry on. Yeah. See, you couldn't even keep a straight face when you said that. <laughs> just, I just want to say that. I've got Sorry. many a medal in my... Uh... Okay. Um, oh, man. Okay, Ale, rank the following. I love that ESPNFC positivity corner is already up. <laughs> rank the following in order of likelihood. Kane failing to win any trophies this season at Bayern. Girona winning La Liga, uh -huh. or Craig embracing the positivity corner and giving up his anger? In order of likelihood, so from Oof. most likely to least likely? Yes. Well, whatever else was said was, is most likely, and Craig uh, embracing the positivity corner and giving up on his anger, that is last, I mean, last like <laughs> Jan Agafjortov last, yeah. like yep. la really last. <laughs> Mm. Behind the fish last. <laughs> he was doing so well until Anana. I blame the goalkeepers. Oh no, no, it was, <laughs> if it was it was just percolating yeah. under there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's that undercurrent of tension is there all the time. Oh. It, and it doesn't take much. Oh. It doesn't take. So that's last. Oh, absolutely last. The you other ones are not even two. worth talking about. The, uh, Craig's anger will never go away. Unless you're in the golf course, I'll say that. Yes, yes. Unless you're in the Until golf course. Until we move this show to the golf yes. course. Yes. So if we can have this show out on the 18th green, then we can have a different sort of... I, I can attest, golf course Craig and ESPN FC Craig mm -hmm. are two different people in town. He's oh. the mayor. He's the mayor of the golf club. What about locker room Craig, Frank? Oh. 
he was he was a funny guy. Yeah, no, he was very positive. I discovered the angry Craig on ESPN. I didn't know the angry <laughs> angry Craig before. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. He was he was he was good. He was a good guy. He was a very good guy in the dressing room. Uh, I think we all discover the angry Craig yep. <laughs> on, on this very show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, good question. Who was first and second? They told us who's last, but didn't tell us who's first and second. Oh, I, I, it's worth discussing who's first and second. Yeah, so it was okay. It's a long last. <laughs> yes. A long yeah. way back. Yeah, yes. Long. Uh, what is. Kane failing to win any trophies at Bayern this season or Girona winning La Liga? It's most likely that. Kane wins a trophy, then Girona winning La Liga. So yeah. basically okay. Bayern Munich winning, mm -hmm. then Girona winning. Okay. So I'm gonna take Kane, Girona, and then well outside the picture, and I mean not even in the same ballpark, we're talking about in the next county. Further than the positivity corner Oh itself. no, the positivity corner, beyond the positivity corner, well beyond, then it's <laughs> Alright. Thanks so much for sending Behind in the questions camera, yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> in the dark. At, at the Café du Paris. Café, oh! <laughs> this well, story. Oh. Yes! Yes! Hey. Hey. That's, that's how, hey. Oh, it's Victor Boniface now. Boniface! Boniface! Oh, it's Boniface. Come on, Shaq, give us a little Boniface. No, 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 no. No. What? You have pride now? You have pride? Yeah. About All right. Not now. I'll save that. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's for a beat, Chelsea. Oh! Chelsea dance off with Frank. That's a 1994 yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, thanks so much for sending in your questions. We'll see you next time on Extra Time.